topic of skills dividers as makers, designers, product managers, and every day you hear an opinion on what skills any of these people should have. Should you be a generalist or a specialist? Especially when you are looking to run your own startup, do any of these skills even matter? What goes beyond just these skills? For this, I deep dive into a conversation with Mispa Ashraf, who is currently building Massplay, a community-led commerce platform for fashion and beauty. Mispa previously led product and growth at multiple global startups like Toymail, Spangle, Pulse.QA, Persuet, Kigo.me, which are backed by YC, Social Capital, Alexa Fund, True Ventures, Sekova, AngelList, and among others. He also dropped out of college earlier with his friends from IITD to build a fintech startup called Sibola, that is, Venmo of India. His passion lies in building products that users find delightful, and this drive is perfectly complemented by his love for people, numbers, and winning. In his words, all my energy comes from bringing order to chaos, solving problems before they surface, and staying focused when the going gets tough. I'm personally excited for this episode because we need to have a conversation on real skills makers need to have and not identify themselves with specific skills and box ourselves. The breaking this identification with skills and tools will take us a long way in becoming the true problem solvers we are meant to be. This is the Haibati Podcast and you are listening to your host Madhuri. I talk to makers, entrepreneurs, designers and product managers to uncover their career journeys and learn more from them. I hope you're doing well. How have you been? How's everything? Thanks, Madhuri, for inviting me here. Okay. Everything is good. Of course, lockdown has made me from a guy who have been working with a team, been a lone worker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been a lone worker for last couple of years, then moved back into uh, working with a team in an office. Now coming back to the lone worker where I'm close myself in a room and working. It's a little bit tricky for me right now, of course. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing about uh, remote working is also catching up on all of us. So it's kind of like uh, some people are loving it, some people are hating it. How how was it for you overall? In general, I am loving it. But uh, of course, it's not just me who is building the company, current company that I'm building. Uh, it's with a lot of people. And the problem uh, with this remote culture is that we never hired, at least in our organization, we never hired putting that, okay, there will be something called this where we have to let people do work remotely. And the kind of people required to enable remote working is different set of the people who you find in a normal life. Okay. So if, for example, async communication, documentation, all those things have been not at the part of the culture because we were in the sitting in the same office. There was a lot of discussion going in the room. Anybody can jump into any room, can chat to anybody. Those moments of serendipity or discussion has been missing out right now. So we have, of course, this is a hard phase for us to build all those processes. Uh, but after a certain time, like the first, I think, four to five weeks, everything was exciting for whole the team. They were feeling more productive. Now everybody is missing the office. Yeah, I'm missing my office too. But uh, given the situation, I don't think it's yes. advisable to even step out right now. Yeah, totally I agree. Totally yeah. 
um i just wanted to like i was very intrigued by the way you tweet and your way you connect with the whole uh, community in terms of product and many aspects like just product building and making and different aspects so i wanted i was very intrigued and i wanted to know like what was your background and where did you get started with a lot of things right so i started my first company or better to say my side hustles to make pay my college bills that was a t-shirt company that many of college students have started so i started co-founded a small t-shirt company called apricot with few friends just to pay my bills there was no idea to build a billion dollar company that time so the first two years of my college uh, was around how to pay my bills so i did everything to pay my bills and second idea was how to connect with the right set of the people so that i have been doing worked with a lot of startup in first two years of my college internship anyway i wanted to just connect with the right set of people right after two years i dropped the college started a payment company called sibola that was a peer to peer payment company we were trying to build venmo of india at that time we raised little bit of money that didn't work out because of 2014 uh, in 2014 if you remember there was a lot of rules and regulation issues in financial sector in india so we shut down the company after that i decided two things i think uh, after shutting down that company that whenever i will build the next company i will put a skill set or attitude about the skill set while i'm choosing the co-founder the second thing i have decided that whenever i am building next company i want to go and rush for any outside money till that i'm i am confident that okay i am going to build this for next 5 years or 10 years or not so that pushed me to decide that okay i should have 18 months runway myself to put into any venture before taking any outside money after that i worked with a couple of companies in the uh, in the us like spangle which where i led product and growth kigo.me in singapore back to us work with this company called toymail which was a yc back company we raised money from amazon and later on company got also acquired and then after that i worked with this company called pulse which is a core of cios so led multiple product and growth initiative uh, at multiple global companies after that i started this company called masplay which is a community led commerce platform for fashion and beauty from last two and a half years we have been building this community and scaled to a million monthly active user base so this is just a small blur about my background i mean that's a whirlwind of a journey and wow that's really fascinating and one of the points that actually uh, is kind of like coming back to me is you said that you would choose attitude over skills and can you open up a little aspects about that when i was 20 that time when i started the company i thought okay these guys are my friends are from iit they're smart they're going to be smart and let's start a building company together right that time i put at a uh, skill set okay that okay they are coming from iit the engineers blah 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 right over the time while working with a lot of global companies i realized that when you at least choosing the co-founders right it's not just all about skill set it's all about the trust the attitude that are you going with me for next 10 years or not can you stay with me can you believe in me because this is not about the idea this is not about the product right now we might have to pivot 10 multiple times we might have to change the whole product 10 times we might have to fire the whole team again and again we have might have to go bankrupt this guy or the my co-founder when i was staying with me for next 10 years or not or 20 years or not 
and that put me in thought process that okay who is that guy so i met my co-founder through interestingly that through one of the social platform called orkut.com 10 years back and he come from almost same background like me like living on his own from 11th class build a million dollar business while sitting in uh, in a small town of indore okay and just one one man army and he used to pay his family bills coming from a small background like me he used to pay his family bills build a home for his family and all those things so there was lot of culture connect a lot of story connect lot of you can say hustle connect which led me decide that okay he's the right partner who i am looking for who could be with me for next 10 years or 20 years whenever i am building anything so that's put me in thought process okay i always and that was so decision of building the company in the past and letting that shut down in front of me and after that seeing with multiple company that have helped me at least to take this decision okay that okay i want to put skill set lesser value than attitude because it's not about the skill because you can hire people from for engineering you can hire people for product you can hire people for everything but you can can't hire a person who believe in you and trust in you because startup is a very roller coaster journey you will feel crying some night you will feel super excited it's like going on a roller coaster where you feel happy sad at a moment right and you need one person who can who with whom you can share everything with whom you can go and talk anything at all without having any problem of that person will go out or say something to anybody else so that requires a lot of trust lot of understanding it's just like choosing the right partner right you can't get married multiple times right at least in my yeah. so you need to yeah so you date multiple people before actually getting married so and before getting married you need to understand that person that that person is trusted there is an uh, there is understanding between each other that person going to be with you for next 10 years can you can you be both of you can be in the same room for 10 years 20 years or not yeah i mean wow that's that's a very good perspective because you're right like it's a very vulnerable process and if you do not have that somebody to build it along with you go you kind of like spend more time in you know going against the tide right so that that's what happens yeah i totally understand uh you said that okay it's not the skill it's attitude attitude part we covered and when we say that you know uh, typically when they say skills they say we want a specialist in something right yeah. that's what they say i specifically remembered you mentioned that i'm a generalist i just get i just know what to be done i'll just figure it out and get it done i want to know a little bit more around that because a lot of people believe that they want to be specialist in something right so how do we break this myth how does it happen in a better way i think i won't say that there's not requirement of a specialist okay and i won't say there's no requirement of generalist right both have a different use case right and i will tell you how i come to this conclusion of that how i wanna become generalist right uh and how i became generalist actually so over the time i realized so i started my journey doing growth Oh, over the time i realized that growth is the center of any organization which is linked to different or part of the organization that could product tech design or marketing sales anything you you can put in the inside the company right 
and i realize over the time that even you are moves let's say growth is moving so fast that product is not able to move the same at the same pace which growth is go- going on or let's say product is moving so fast and growth is not at moving at the same path or tech is moving so fast and our uh, design is not evolving so if all those things all the part of organization is not moving at the same pace okay uh company is not going to move but if all the part of the all the moving part of the organization moving at the same pace all those things compound together in better growth of the organization being the center of the uh, uh being a growth guy i became the center okay we started going into the product okay because without a good product you can't grow that product without a good product you can't monetize it right without a good messaging you can't grow the product right uh without a good designs and the copy inside the product okay ux is all about our product is a mixer of content and the ux right uh so i've been started doing all different part components of the company and that's how i became generalist right because i have to be make sure that ultimately organization is growing so i never moved into becoming a generalist as a agenda that i have to become a generalist but being a growth guy became generalist over the time okay uh just to add one comment here and when i say that it's not that we don't require specialists sometimes we require specialists so for example a lot of time people come to me and say that this is a problem statement normal problem statement how do you go about email marketing as scale for example where i am sending 1 lakh email per day without letting those email land into spam or updates can those emails land into the prime and now this is a very specific skill set in itself right and we need to hire somebody who have done that in the past so i will i believe that founders should be generalist okay in general and unable to learn anything new pretty fast i think that's another skill set okay in generalist that should be there that okay they are able to learn different things needed at a time very fast right but you need to hire a specialist you need to get a specialist at a certain part of the organization so i feel like both are very important like in early stage of the company there's a requirement of generalist at company's scale right you need very dedicated people because in early stage yeah. you were just figuring out till pmf after pmf you need to have dedicated people for certain kind of certain part of the organization got it is actually true right like in um early stages you have to pull pull in all your skill set for all different types of areas it doesn't matter you may not be able to hire the right person for that particular moment but you kind of like uh, figure it out as it goes that maybe somebody is required as a specialist at this particular point and when it comes to that how do you actually you know know that okay this part you're going to delegate how does that happen from a generalist to a specialist transition okay so uh just to give an example right so let's say uh recently for my company i was doing some automation around how to distribute our content mass play content okay in let's say 10 to 20000 groups of india every day without any human being involved right so we tested some hypothesis around it we did it manually now we wanted to automate to remove human intervention right so scale it because it's not possible that we could hire like 5 and 500 people and train them for doing this right 
so now when we actually did all this like manual right manual work of sharing in different room figuring out the ctr figuring out what is the click through rate what is the once rate what is the person of the group which is working okay and now i had to automate it right not to automate whatsapp distribution is a very specific skill set it's rare to find across the world it's just not india across the world right because it's playing with the whatsapp apis which is very rare skill set now at that time i had gone to almost everywhere like using upwork every every through my network through whatever way right and found a person in dubai who could have done it for me right? so i think when you actually tested some hypothesis right and you to scale few things right so for example i given the earlier example for email marketing right so for example before thinking about a scale i will first figure out what is the copy what is the messaging that's working for my brand right can i send 100 manual emails through just normal tools or manually writing it to 100 people and still working then i will think about a scale to 10000 1 lakh and 10 lakh or whatever that number is right so i i believe that first you need to test the hypothesis manually then you when you are figuring out the scale then you figure out the right person to write who can execute it to automate got it right um when you mentioned that you know you you had this understanding of specialist and generalist and where each person comes and uh, i would like to know your top 3 learnings that you had Uh, while running mass play or any startup as a general as a generalist and your journey towards that um kind of if you have a summary and you want somebody to take away from this podcast when they listen to this top 3 points uh so i will say the overall gen- uh, learnings not being a generalist or anything okay uh overall overall learning is for me is one is things takes time okay don't be in hurry uh sometimes you will figure out in one day sometimes you will figure out in 10 days you need to have patience okay everything takes time from just fixing a css file to figuring out why somebody is dropping out the onboarding it takes time okay so somebody at least one of my mentor told me that you need to be you need to have patience about the result but you need to have need to be patienceless about the execution at this speed okay so you need to keep trying keep trying but you need to have patience about the results or the output that's coming from those experiments that you are doing right so that's one learning that i have and that i keep with me always second thing is all about the people okay uh, when you are building any company i in general about life also is all about the people uh we are in the people business and you need to build empathy towards them you need to build the right relationship with them so that so for example i need to hire a product manager right i will go to my friends who are product manager who can refer me three more or five more product manager uh whom i should talk to right so when you are building organization in general life you need people so you need to be very good with the people you need to understand their empathy emotions and all those things you need to take care about them the third thing that i will say is at least that help me at least <coughs> uh build relationship without thinking about what i'm getting in the return so build relationship rather than networking networking mm-hmm. is full of transactional more uh, in my thought process more of transactional way rather than uh actually giving away anything okay so i have been a 
huge believer of giving everything away without expecting anything right? mm. and i believe if you surround yourself with the right set of the people if you give back to the community what you are learning every day okay uh you will eventually will get a lot of returns over the time in the form of serendipity actually there is another fourth thing which i keep and i learned while doing at least this is one thing that i learned doing mass play okay that you need to improve just one person every day okay. you sh- you should not thinking about what will happen in the future what will you just need to work for today okay mm-hmm. think how you can improve what were the okrs and metrics that you are working upon okay can you improve one person that's it if you will start thinking about 10% 20% on month one month two all those numbers are good okay on the top of the mind when you start your day okay you just need to think well, how i can improve my company okay as or the metrics that i have my 1% that's it nice i mean that makes a lot of sense it's it's very direct there's no brainer in this it's it's really lovely thank you for sharing that um a lot of people have this uh, perception that you know when you have to be a part of a startup you have to kind of grow it and you know like you said growth and you know all these aspects um there is a lot of misconceptions a lot of myth i would like to hear from you on what you see as a growth and its indicators of a startup and where do you fit in as a role uh so i, I as i was telling earlier right that growth is the center of the company linked to multiple part of the organization growth growth won't happen if other part of the organization is not moving at the same speed which the growth part of the growth uh, growth uh, team is working upon right so i believe for me growth is a function of product design and the content okay what product you are building what is the ux and the copy of the product okay and and the copy is ultimately the content right so i believe the if you are person who is growing the company you need to think about are if your product is actually solving any pain of the problem uh, your user target user base who are your target user base what will happen to those user base if the your product goes away from their life for a week will it affect their life if the answer is no then you are building something wrong so i think that's a nutshell in a small that i could say okay got it um so when when you say that uh, if the value that company is trying to offer and what the users are not able to match with off with the value that you are offering then uh, it doesn't matter any kind of growth techniques or anything that you do it's only about you know trying to get the value maximum possible to the customer yeah because is that it, something i would put yeah yep yeah. and if there is a lot even you are growing let's say i am acquiring 50000 user base every day for example okay right mm-hmm. and you are doing anything to acquire that okay whatever that is right you figure out some way and just acquiring users let's say that user even coming on free of cost right but if there is a lot of leakage funnel inside your product where let's say day 7 is just 5% left okay then you're losing user rather than fixing acquisition channel you need to fix your product okay doesn't matter whatever you will do right you acquire one lakh user even after a day right all those users will go away only 5 5000 users will stay after 7 days okay yeah. so it's better to fix first the product rather than the going to the growth thought process 
it's and and when you fix the product you figure out the retention okay mm-hmm. then the another problem that i see with a lot of companies that i talk in my past or work in the past is that most of the companies just focus on one acquisition channel uh, most of the companies in my life like okay let's say facebook ads is working or google adwords is working or youtube is working or anything is working they yeah. just focus on that they never go and experiment new channels of acquisition and i think that's the mistake because i feel that if you figure out one acquisition channel go and scale that but you have to keep figuring out another acquisition channel because if you get dependent on one acquisition channel remember one day imagine you are acquiring dependent on influencer marketing and that stop working or you depend on seo and google changes algorithm you are dependent on email marketing and your domain get suspended right mm. then you are left with nothing right so it's yeah. good to have exploring keep exploring multiple acquisition channel and keep experimenting on that rather than just focusing on one acquisition channel got it got it now um when we say that you know uh, these are the things that are the indications and how uh, the whole thing happens um how do we actually get into these kind of uh, thought process so uh, the reason i'm asking this question is um on an average a lot of people who start the startups just focus on uh, say that okay i'll create this and then i will create an audience for it or i'll create an audience and then i will create a product along the side of it so which way is actually useful and as you said acquisition channels and that thought process comes a bit later so you start somewhere right so how do you actually manage these thing, these thought process and you know eternal question where do you start okay yeah. so i believe in creating the product with the audience okay. uh-huh. and so for example marsplay has been built with the creators each and every wise wireframe almost okay yeah uh we have been showing each and every wireframe that we built with the creators we coded after that after getting their feedback and all those things right it help us to get a lot of detailed feedback it help us to iterate pretty faster right and it help us to understand out what is working not working right so i believe in the other part which you said that okay can we build can you build or can you solve the problem statement that you are trying to solve okay with the target user base okay without writing any single line of code okay that could be any single mvp that could be a newsletter that could be a whatsapp group that could be anything you just need to test out your hypothesis that okay there is a problem statement you can solve it in certain ways okay and people are there to use it or pay for it that helps a lot so early adopters going to becoming over the time your evangelist and help you actually become the mini what i say is outsource pms okay uh, of your company so if you build a relationship with 100 super fans of your company right mm-hmm. those will those 100 super fans will become your outsold pm and help you a lot in your iterating your product yeah that's so true yeah um one of the question that comes at this particular point is community building like you do with mass play right um the way india is positioned in terms of community building like i have been a part of maybe the communities that i have been a part of are very different so how, how, where do you see that india is moving towards in community building and is there any differences between how it happens in the west versus how it happens in india is there something that we should note particularly okay so i think it's not about india or west okay uh it's all about that culture that i told first earlier right giving away without any expectation 
right so for example when we started building mass play community or creator community we never put mass play as a brand name first we put together a platform for creators to hang out okay now we are giving away something to the creators without asking anything in return so we open a studio we partner with a lot of photographers help them to actually create good content and all those things there was nothing in our story turn right for first couple of months right we never put even the meetups that we do or any events we do we never put mass play mass play mass play we put this is creator meetup creator meetup creator meetup okay this is not mass play meetup this is a creator meetup now this whole mindset in itself okay, is a very different i can go and talk that this is mass play meetup right and i can go and talk this is creator meetup now when you say creator meetup there is something for creators in mindset of the creator or the users right there is understanding that these people are doing something for us without asking anything now when you are building community you need to have very patience that what is the time that you will ask something from them okay i uh, even without asking they will come back and give a lot of to you right so you need a lot of patience okay you need to understand that the community that you are building okay is going to be the part of the, you need to value them okay if in if you value them and you keep giving back to them create, create start creating value more and more value every day right they will eventually come to you and return return to you now most a lot of companies what happens in early days of community they start building with a wrong mindset of transaction that okay i am putting this this community in a whatsapp group that will help me acquire 2000 users today now when you start with the diet mindset the whole activity or direction in which you are moving okay who is running the community right the community manager or anything right will start doing activities in that direction and i don't think community management should have the cape should have the kpis in early days that okay i should have x number of people transacting x number of thing the kpi should be how much they are getting engaged how much they are participating actively okay what they are talking about what they are sharing about okay in general about this community rather than the brand so that's that's a difference you can say i have seen in the west on india but i think in general a lot of companies in the west also do the mistake is just not india um i have understood a myriad of topics here and actually i am going to just pull back to the question related to specialists and generalists and i wanted to ask about you know um personally what were the indications that you had where you're like okay this is the type of work that i wanted to do and you know currently i'm feel i'm learning and at ease with these things so uh, did you have any gut check or gut feel and did you move towards that direction naturally okay so while working with a lot of early stage companies i've been so we are 20 people team in masfay almost okay uh, this is the biggest team i have ever worked literally in my life uh i have been part of the team there were like 10 people 12 people and been acquired by somebody right and now when you're working in that small team you need to wear a lot of hats right you need to do a lot of things as they say in the startup that you need to wear a lot of hats right you need to do a lot of things just rather than the your role right 
not been a growth guy as sometimes product is not moving fast so i started picking up the product as sometimes ux is not moving fast i started picking up the ux sometimes copy writing is not working fast i started working on the content part right now i realized over the time that i'm very good with picking up things or learning things new things pretty fast okay yeah. uh but with a common motive that okay i have to grow that organization whatever it takes mm-hmm. right now that pushed me to learn a lot of things different part of the organization like be it from hr finance fundraising team building all those part of the organization all over all over the components that you can think about a company building requires right got it and that i will say have been the say learning for me that okay at least me myself i can go and learn a lot of things but i can learn at certain pace and become good at at certain things at certain point till certain point but after certain point i need to hire a specialist Got but it. it's very important that when you do things by yourself you learn a lot of depth okay on that thing then when you get another person to do that special thing like just an example of email or whatsapp automation right then you know know what is that bottleneck that even that person who you want to partner with or a hire right you know what to get done yeah makes sense yeah so in essence you would say that go in as depth as possible but whenever you require to you know hire somebody you hire but as much as possible you develop and sharpen your skills continuously right yeah okay Okay. but Makes i still i still at certain scale you can't do everything yours you need to hire people you need to be open about that okay you need to be telling yourself that okay i need not to be good at everything okay i need not to be the best at everything at least okay whenever you call you need to be open but okay i am not good i need a hire i need to get another person who is better than me on this otherwise otherwise what will happen that you will be in a mess you will doing a lot of things and nothing will working so you need to accept the fact okay till this i can do after this i need somebody else and you need to put that line very very clearly in your life got it um so would you mind sharing a story on say for example um, a good or a bad experience it doesn't matter but we want to learn from one experience that kind of shaped this thought process in you while uh doing helping friends or working the cons company i was doing fundraising right uh, with multiple companies i used to yeah. be going in investor talk and all those things right i realized over the time that i am very good with uh convincing investor to say yes to write check in the company Go but ahead. i realized over the time that i'm not very good when after they said yes to all those paperwork and negotiation happened with the investors mm. i'm not very good with that and still not very good okay mm-hmm. i'm still learning okay okay uh so that's one thing that i learned i think 3 years or 4 years back got it got it yeah that makes sense yeah um 
I want to ask, uh, actually ask one uh, final question, like where do you see the future of communities in India uh, so that we can learn from your experience of building mass play and, you know, kind of, if it's a skill, would you like somebody to take it up as well? So I believe community management is going to be the very core skill set all the time. Okay. Uh, we are the ripe or the peak of the innovation in the consumer social happening across the globe, just not India. Okay. Um, right. Audio as an interface. Okay. People are doing multiple more things in the consumer social across the world. And community is going to be the core part. Okay. Community will become the core part of the SaaS or enterprise world. A lot of things already happening in India, like SaaS, Boomi and other things, right? A lot of people. And I believe that India will start seeing that value. We have been seeing the value. We have seen such things like SaaS booming. We are seeing multiple more communities like WhatsApp groups have been formed. People are starting Substack. Okay. So we believe that, I at least believe that this is the time where we will see 10x in next couple of one or two years that's happening, at least in the community management. We will see more and more people believing in the community we will see more and more good community managers coming on. Okay. Who can build a good community out of it. And we will see at least the organization putting a different part or team for community in itself, which we have not seen yet. So right now, most of the company knows the company community management has been the part of the comp- marketing or the growth or the sales thing. We will see that evolving into different part in itself. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Would you like somebody to pick up community management? Uh, do you have your eye on any uh, community, uh, you know, that's growing right now? And do you, what do you think would be the natural tangent for India as a community? Anybody who is good with people, who believe, and these are the traits that I see at least in Indian community manager. People who are good with the people. People who believe in building long-term relationship. Yeah. People who can write good copies or communications. Okay. These are the mm-hmm. few traits that require, and of course have a more of empathy towards all the people. Right. And that's why that's the people person. So these are the traits that I see in the community manager. If you have these traits and you believe that you can build a community, you enjoy that. Okay, that's enjoyment is important while you're doing anything, right? If you enjoy that, you should do that because I see that yeah. the skill set is going to be important over the time. True. As design, we have seen evolution in the design in the last couple of years in India. We will see the yeah. same thing in the community. Thank you. Nice. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. We've actually reached the end of the uh, all the questions and... But it's amazing. I've actually learned a lot about community and a skill uh, as a, you know, growth and all of these things. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thanks again, Madhuri, for inviting me. You guys are doing pretty awesome job as, by putting together some people on your podcast, letting other people learn from those people. In conclusion to this episode, skills can be learned, but mindset needs to be cultivated. Perseverance, resilience and adapting to any situation will take you further than any skills you might acquire. 
the mindset differentiates you and will build you into a maker that you're truly meant to be. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode and stay safe everyone.